0: This week on transmissions from the dark side, episode one of Body Bags. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we watch anthology horror. We have completed the series Monsters, the series Tales from the Dark Side, and are now watching some of our favorite anthology horror movies. It is week one of Body Bags. Body
1: Bags.
0: John Carpenter's Body Bags. I am Matt Noss, with me via the power of the internet, my two best friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Yay! indeed how are you two
2: doing so good very cold. happy to be talking to you guys and cold also I, cold. i'm good very and cold, cold.
0: good and <laughs> cold good old michigan cold yeah it mm-hmm. got to like 16 below, 16 below no below <sighs> 16 degrees today yeah so mm-hmm. that was very cold not great not great i already took my garbage out because i didn't want to wake up in the morning it's Garbage Day tomorrow to and a little bit of the old peek behind the uh, transmissions curtain. I'm a real man <laughs> with the...
2: <laughs> <laughs> with the now hold on, listeners! You, stop listen- masturbating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, hey, I know that this might be the first episode you've ever listened to this story, and you're like, cool. but you're gonna
2: love trash talk. Matt's trash corner every week. We find out when he's taking out his trash.
0: <laughs> and I'm just telling you right now, you're in luck because this week, what a treat! Uh, no, um, no, last week I I had slept in and I missed the garbage pickup. So I had to make sure that I took it out at night. I will probably go. I need a drink. Don't
1: you cut it out. Oh, no. well, what
0: well, am I going to cut out? Dead silence
2: where we get to watch you <laughs> We just finger? watch each other pretend to jerk off. Pretend? <laughs> hey,
0: man. Hey, didn't we watch something? We watched... Today we watched Body Bags
2: You guys me. have to say it like strain the strain, because I can't say it like that. Body, Body bags. bags. Thank you. Body bags.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, Midwest mom, there you are. <laughs> Body bags and fluffer nuffers. Fluffer nutters, fuck. I said fluffer nuffers.
0: You are not from the Midwest. No. You, you California girl.
2: God damn it. <laughs>
0: You West Coast thang. Uh. Try to get in and say, mention snickerdoodles.
2: <laughs> Snackerdankles. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Ah, Fuck. Why? <laughs> um, well, goodbye, listener. It was nice that you joined us <laughs> for our mental breakdown before we even got into the show. But what we do watch... Around these parts is anthology horror. That's a different scary story. Every week we're watching the anthology horror movies. We're watching John Carpenter's Body Bags. Body Bags. Um, Body Bags. <laughs> theater near you. <laughs> and the uh, vignette that we're going to be talking about today was called The Gas Station. It is customary around these parts that we guess what the vignette's about. Based on title alone. I will go first. I don't even remember what? writing this, but here we go. The, we call this the Dark Side Guess, and here's mine. Toot, toot, and scoot, scoot. The gas and glugs got it all and then some, but why was it built on an Aztec temple owned by a Dracula?
2: <laughs> Amazing. I'll go next. The gas station. Fill her up with Satan. (laughs) This gas station is possessed and also overpriced. The end. The end. (laughs) Okay.
3: The gas station. The Easy Gulp, a lonely fill-up station on a remote stretch of I-75, just got a fresh shipment of pre-assembled sandwiches from Tasty Made. The attendant moved the sandwiches into the refrigerated end cap and took one for her lunch break. What she didn't know was she was about to become patient zero, and the world would never be the same again.
2: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. So Captain Trips, I love it. Matt, I love that you, to this day, put in the effort.
0: Yeah, you do the work, so I don't have to.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Matt and I barely lift our head from the toilet.
0: (laughs) Which, in this case, was our minds.
1: Unfortunately, Unfortunately, none.
0: None of these. None of these guesses were correct. So Jen, please hit us up with those sweet deets. Sweet deets. I guess give us the sweet deets for body bags. Yeah, no problem. Or just this episode,
2: whatever you like. Tell us. What a lady's choice. Ladies' choice. Body bags. Uh, Body bags (laughs) came out in 1993. Uh, the description from IMDb oh, is, there he is, three short stories in the horror genre. The first about a serial killer, the second about a hair transplant gone wrong, and the third about a baseball player. John Carpenter directed the gas station and hair segments. Uh, Toby Hooper d- uh, directed the eye segment, which we will get to, and John Carpenter and uh, Toby Hooper... Do you say Toby or Tobe, Matt? Toby. It's Toby, Toby. right? I heard somebody yeah, saying Tobe the other day, and I was like, I don't know.
3: Yeah, well, they were in knobs. so don't yeah, listen to Yeah,
2: I think, yeah, you're. I think you're being goofy. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, this was John Carpenter's pilot project for Showtime in 1993 to do an anthology horror series in the vein of, you know, HBO had Tales from the Crypt. Um, anthology horror had sort of... Maybe wrapped up on, um, on network TV, because I think by this time Monsters was either done or wrapping up in 93, but decided, what the heck? Uh, someone sent John Carpenter's production company to his wife, actually, um, sent this project and was really pestering her to, uh, to do this project. She brought it to John Carpenter, who, uh, who admitted he hated anthologies, does not care for horror anthology in the slightest, but figured, what the hell, this would be fun. And went through and started inviting all of his friends to participate. So really, it's, and it kind of has that feel. It's just kind of this, like, lark, this fun thing to do with your friends. So he asked, you know, Roger Corman to be in it. He asked Clive Barker. Clive Barker was going to be in it, but you know, had some conflict. Um, Sam Raimi, we'll see in this, this first episode, a bunch Wes of Craven. other, yeah, Wes Craven is, is great in this. Mm-hmm. Wes Craven is, uh, is perfect in this. So they were having fun. Ultimately, Showtime did not pick this up. And, and I think that's a tragedy. I, I, yes and no. I could kind of see, like, I, I very much enjoy body bags. But watching this now, I can see like, OK, there's a red flag that I don't know if that works. Also, I don't know. I, crucify me for saying it. I don't know if John Carpenter works as the coroner
0: that's interesting we have a lot to talk about with john carpenter as yeah mm-hmm.
2: so so john carpenter is the link in all of these stories we'll get to him obviously he's famous he's john carpenter we know john carpenter um at some point we're going to see um uh tom arnold and uh, toby hooper as the <laughs> morgue workers they will show up but in the gas station story Uh, Robert Carradine plays Bill. He was famously Lewis in Revenge of the Nerds. He was in Escape from L.A. He was in Ghost from Mars. Alex Datcher plays Anne. She was the lead in Sherman Helmsley's one season, Good Behavior. Which was like a... uh, This guy gets paroled from prison, but the only way he gets out is he has to live with his son, who he's estranged from, and their family. It's, It's very much the Seinfeld, like... He gets into a car accident. The guy has to be his butler. Like, just, just the shittiest, like, thinnest sitcom what, premise what? you can come up with. Yeah. But I had Sherman
3: Helmsley. So. But I had
2: Sherman Helmsley. Uh, Peter Jason um, was the gent in this. He was... There's a lot of... Either it's somebody known for horror or somebody that was a friend of John Carpenter or somebody in his sort of actor stable. Or just... He was in They Live. He was in They Live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's or, – or somebody who makes horror um, is who's who's in these. And this guy's definitely a character actor who's very recognizable. He was in They Live. He was in 48 Hours, Escape from L.A., Mortal Kombat. Uh, Molly Cheek plays the divorcee. They, uh, they pull up. Uh, she was Jim's mom in the American Pie movies, huh. which I don't remember. Wes Craven was the pasty-faced man. He's great in this. That he is a perfect was, role for, for Wes, Wes Craven. Craven. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun to watch him sort of chew that part. Sam Raimi is dead Bill, uh, which is great. David Naughton played Pete. Uh, David Naughton was uh, David, Kessler. David Kessler and lots of stuff, but uh, David Kessler and an American werewolf in London. And the homeless man was played by George Buckflower. I was... Yeah. Who was, yeah, he was the bum in Back to the Future. He was in They Live, Village of the Damned, and uh Alex's friend, uh, I'm sorry, Peggy. What was her name? Anne. Yes, Anne is her name. Anne's friend Peggy was played by Lucy Borer? Bor Borrier. Borrier, like Warrior, I think. Lucy Borrier. She was Janine Stewart on Doogie Hauser. She was in sleepwalkers and uh, Roger Rooks was the anchorman who was in this, the end.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Well, there that is. Yeah. Well, here's something I, I noticed about body bags or body bags right out the bat. Mm-hmm. And it was that man lives in, in the, the silent sun world. world.
2: Of what he believes to be reality.
0: Oh, you've heard about
2: this. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Matt. But there is, <laughs> unseen by most,
2: an underworld.
3: Here's, here's the thing.
2: We're out of sync somehow. We have...
3: <laughs> here's
0: the deal. Man lives in the sunlit world.
2: Of what he believes to be reality.
3: But there is, unseen by most,
2: an underworld.
3: A place that's just as real. But it's not as brightly lit.
2: It's a dark side. It's a real dark side. It's It's a a super
0: dark side. side. The door from the dark side swings wide open.
2: And welcome.
0: Welcome yourself to John Carpenter as the MGM lion. With a chainsaw. Oh. My first note is, oh, John. (laughs) (laughs) This is here insanity. Matt begged us to write what we thought John Carpenter looked like. So, I'm going to put Matt on the spot and be like, "Okay, what did you think John Carpenter looked like?"
3: Okay. Here? Now, right.
0: we, I, I, should we describe him first that he is sure. wearing a doctor's lab coat. He is He is the weird. morgue
2: attendant. He is the he is the coroner is his character in this. They
0: they've given him sunken face makeup and he has long stringy white hair. Go.
3: Okay. The four descriptions that I wrote for him. <laughs> because I, they, just, they just kept coming to me as I'm watching it. Uh, so, A, he's a polo tie aficionado. B, he's the dude your parents wouldn't let you trick or treat from. C, he's Gomez Adams' hillbilly uncle. And, <laughs> and D, he's a burnout Phantom of the Opera.
2: Oh, I love Ooh. burnout Phantom of the Opera. L- hey,
0: love uh hey uh come uh, your voice is good
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh there are some like they' bonus features on the DVd for this and there are a little you can find them on youtube little behind the scenes you know just sound bites of John Carpenter talking and one of the things he mentioned was when he Rick Baker did the makeup and they were sort of going for kind of an inspired by Lon Chaney thing. Mm-hmm. So I think Phantom of the Opera is uh, is right on board there.
0: Yeah, definitely definitely not too far off for me. Mm-hmm. I wrote oh hey look it's Eddie from Iron Maiden pre-death.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wrote Steamrolled ugnot. <laughs> <laughs> right. It made them long, you know. I love <laughs> it. Ugnaughts are shorter.
0: And, it's and made uh, him long. where my Latin heads at? Sanguis gratia artis. Anybody? Blood. Blood.
3: <laughs> Let's say it. Say it again.
0: Sanguis gratia, G R A T I A, artis.
3: Blood blood thinks art? No. Think the blood arts?
2: Blood is art.
0: Ooh, I like that. Blood
2: gratan. Oh, blood
0: for the sake of art.
1: Oh. Oh, cute.
0: We enter the morgue to set up that this is the spine. We're gonna be in the morgue to uh to hear the setup for these tales, which i'm fine with i think actually that's a pretty good pretty good spine Mm -hmm. to have like it's a it's a good conceit and it would have legs forever because people are always dying Um, and
2: he's uh he's explaining that uh you know the, the bodies under the sheets are usually kind of boring natural causes who cares about that but the body bags are where the really good stories are uh, it's, those are the most gruesome deaths and the most awful things. Yeah, the murders, the, the the yes. gruesome
3: accidents.
0: Yeah. Now, here's the thing about this morgue. This morgue is the most 1993 thing I think I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I was about to find out that Blockbuster rented video games, but also to find out <laughs> that <laughs> that this this morgue is owned by a cocaine warlord because yeah. <laughs> this place is. Fucking insane.
2: Was there neon in there? It felt like there neon. was purple neon. There was, okay.
0: there was, there was neon. Yeah. It, it, has the, it has the solemnness of a roller arcade. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like usually, you know, sterility, you know, very day, you know, like just cold, clean environments mm-hmm. are usually what I think of when I think of a morgue. No. No, this is like people taking bumps off of bodies.
2: <laughs> this is this is a disco morgue.
3: This is,
0: yeah. This is um, in that movie with Michael Keaton and. Uh, sc-
3: uh, uh, not, and not Shelley Long uh, and, and Henry Winkler. Henry yeah. Winkler,
0: yeah. Where night shift? Yeah, night shift. Thank you. Yeah, this is this is the night shift morgue for
2: 1993.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. He fucking uh, and- them bodies.
2: <laughs> He, he, oh, he's absolutely fucking dead bodies. I, John Carpenter is not known to be the most playful, charismatic person. Uh, and I think he's doing, I, I, I think he does fine. But John Carpenter is, there is something about everything that John Carpenter says that's like your dad sort of pretending like he's gonna be dressing up for Halloween, but really he has no patience for this bullshit. And so it's like, yeah, look, no, I'm I'm an orc now. I'm, yeah, what whatever, whatever. What the fuck? Uh, and that was very like John Carpenter seemed very willing to give up on the bit almost instantly. And I don't know, there's something about him that's so curmudgeonly. Uh, and I and maybe that's just having seen other interviews with John Carpenter, just knowing John Carpenter, famous curmudgeon that made me feel like maybe maybe having a different actor or somebody who was a little more fun and winking and not didn't seem annoyed with it would have been a little more fun in it. Yeah,
3: I, I can see that. I think that's a possibility.
2: He wasn't bad at, at all. Like, I mean, I think I, I I liked the, yeah, I liked the spine. I liked the idea for the character. It was just different enough. It was, um, I thought that was clever. Just something about it. I don't know. Something about it didn't work for me.
0: I Yeah. I, uh, well, I, you, know what, uh, you know what it is, is that he might be curmudgeonly, the way that he's coming off in this, especially right at the beginning, is he's kind of a weird goof. Like, I don't know if they're trying to tell me that I should just take my tongue.
2: Oh, this is absolutely you should be mm-hmm. taking your tongue and yeah. jamming that motherfucker. <laughs> just fucking that grind that
1: shit. Right just right
2: fucking rip a fucking hole in your cheek.
0: Because, uh, yeah, before Vignette 2, there is a titties joke That just oh 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 nineties.
3: That was like a prototype real doll in there. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Like yeah, these these titties is so fake, but it's it's so forced. But John Carpenter's Mm -hmm. like, it's that guy from Robocop. I'd buy that for For a dollar. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I guess that's where the Crypt Keeper excels, because the Mm Crypt Keeper is the Crypt Keeper, and he looks like. He looks and he's a puppet, and it's kind of silly and over the top. He, I go It's little... silly,
2: but I found the Crypt Keeper, and maybe it's because I watched the Crypt Keeper when I was a kid, and I'm comparing it to this now, but I still find the Crypt Keeper creepier. I found John Carpenter in this more silly than creepy.
0: Yes, I would agree. But I'm also willing to go with the Crypt Keeper deeper because he is a puppet. Mm-hmm. Than John Carpenter as a strange man, you know. What I, mean? I think it's
2: tough because it's it's just John Carpenter. It's clearly John Carpenter who's this this horror legend, and I, I, I don't know. It almost might have been better if he was just was just being John Carpenter and just like a, a heightened John Carpenter or something. I, I, seeing John Carpenter, it just took me out of it. I could. It was hard for me to think of him as the coroner. And more, it was just, oh, that's John Carpenter. I wonder how angry John Carpenter was putting all that makeup on. Let's see if there's a video about it. Oh, he was very angry. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, where well, it's like, I don't. You could tell that Showtime was like, we want our tales from the crypt.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And that what I would have loved if. What I would have really loved is if they would have gotten somebody who was a little bit more like the tall man, who's a little just more like oh, Angus s- Scrim? like yes. just stoically fucking creepy. Yeah. And just, you know, like for him to do creepy things, but it's also a little off, you know, mm-hmm. just just a little like wink, but like 98 percent creepy as fuck. Christopher
3: and Lee would have been good. Yeah, mm-hmm. anybody,
0: like, who has that air of of just, like, oh, this guy could murder us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, in, in his day, Kevin Spacey could have been this role, you know, where yeah. it's just, like, he has that kind of just, like, cold read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I digress. I did enjoy. And there it. wasn't
2: much to it. I mean these, get to these, these little things quick. were pretty quick.
0: Yeah. 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 He he's he's definitely not. This was filmed in an afternoon. Yeah. Take one, done. Take two, done. Take three. Yeah. Crusty. We haven't even hit record yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that does bring us to our story for today, the gas station. Because we come to the body bag and find out. Oh, yes, this one. This is a good one. All the body bags, all the murders. (laughs)
3: Let's
0: talk about it. (laughs) I'm an insane person. Oh, uh, we go to a gas station. We go to, I guess, the payment kiosk of a gas station. Mm -hmm. A service station that's open 24 hours. In
3: Haddonfield. Yes, in Haddonfield.
0: And that's where halloween takes place correct yes, yes. yeah okay. double checking and it's funny because i'm like i don't remember you know you you don't i see the kiosk like that at um toll plazas you know or a, a super center like a Meijer mm-hmm. would have that i would imagine walmart that have gas
1: Mm-hmm.
0: would have this but i don't see these as much anymore or no. it's just like an individual it. usually it's all in the store but this is probably mm-hmm. how they had 24 7 service in the 90s which mm-hmm. i was not driving until 1995 so really no 1993 so this would have been the first year i was driving and gas was a dollar or something it was pretty cheap oh uh. God, yeah, it was. That's the real
2: was... horror story. We're
0: inside. We're inside the kiosk, and the old black and white TV is on, and the news is on. And I was like, "Oh God, remember the news?" Yeah. Just
2: God, what a simpler time! <laughs> what just what the a simpler news? time
0: where they just tried to scare you at a specific time every day, yeah. instead of the nonstop fucking onslaught of a feed reminding you that everything's fucking terrifying. Yeah.
2: God, how quaint. It's like a Norman Rockwell painting of someone telling you there's a serial killer. Serial <laughs> killer loose, yeah. yeah.
0: Join us at seven when we tell you about the murder in your neighborhood. Or don't <laughs> you, can, you can also not do that.
2: What's happening in your neighborhood that's stopping people from living that someone is doing? Find we'll out tell tonight.
0: You at eleven. <laughs> oh, God I, I don't know I, if I'm gonna be there for that. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: Uh, creepy Robert Carradine is the, um, is the gas station attendant and uh, yeah, he's got like, he, you could just, he seems a little bit off, nice enough, but, uh, but a little bit off and it is shift change. So he is working there, but, um, uh, our girl, what was her name? Anna? Anne. uh, Yeah. Anne is getting dropped off by, I could not tell if it was her friend or her girlfriend.
3: I think it was roommate, maybe.
2: I I got to it being roommate because they had like a conversation. It was like, "Thanks for bringing me. Appreciate this. You're the best." I was like, "Are they gonna? What's happening?" And then it ends with a high five. I was like, "It's 1993, and they are roommates." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: roommates. Like, <"Ugh."> yeah. <laughs> um. I love I love all the detail. The you know they all everybody stops and listens to the story of the serial killer. Because, you know, it's 1993. What else are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, this lady, Stone Cold Fox. I'm going to put it mm-hmm. out there. Oh, yeah. yeah Stone Cold absolutely. Fox. is adorable. And
2: everybody is hitting on her. Yeah. I mean, every single person that comes up is just like, Tex Avery, dog, wooga.
0: Look, I don't see women often, so you <laughs> see me more, please? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you have Did a stroke in the middle of your... Debit farm? or
2: credit? Yes.
0: <laughs> Look, I don't pay for gas the way that most people do. I do it with my dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if that's cool with you, if you wouldn't
2: mind. I was hoping instead of paying for gas... I you could, could just, just fuck you in the bushes. <laughs> But if then you want me to pay for the gas, that's okay. I
0: could do it after. I could do it
2: after we fuck in the bushes. But
0: that's like 50% (laughs) off.
2: It's my final deal, unless you'll do it for any other price.
0: (laughs) Or at all.
2: Or at all. He's, Robert Carradine is showing her around. It's her her first day on the job. Mm -hmm. He's showing her around. Uh, And there's lots of little, I thought, this was a pretty tight episode. I didn't feel like mm-hmm. there was anything that we were seeing that didn't get used by the end of it um, or throughout it, that there are a couple of keys, one's for the restroom, one's for the booth itself. He shows her um, mentions feeling guilty about leaving her alone with this, you know, with the serial killer on the loose. Everybody's worried mm-hmm. about it. So he gives her uh, his phone number if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Uh and she is this is old hat to her. She has worked in gas stations before. She is nonplussed.
0: And uh she knows where to get the cigarette prices, she knows where she's good. She's good. So she she goes through the rundown and she's like, you know, he's like, You're gonna watch some TV and she's like I think nah, we get three channels. Nah, I'm gonna be studying. Studying what? Fucking sociopaths. That's what I'm gonna <laughs> be studying.
2: Of course. So she starts her first night. He, Robert Carradine, leaves.
0: So who's the first weirdo? Oh, Wes Craven. Okay. Wes Craven. So she's in the she's in the booth. She's studying sociopaths, and then you get a real hard jump scare sting. <laughs> like, are you up? Because yeah. you are now. Because here's somebody passing in the in the background. You've got her in the foreground, and you got the sting of the century. And then he uh, comes up like David Lee Roth in the Panama video <laughs> and is just like, give me a bottle of anything. <laughs> or,
2: hey, you like uh, what, You we... like bourbon? Yeah, he's got a bottle of bourbon in the car if she'll just come out of the booth. I'm like, mm, "That's that's on the nose. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about those murders that are happening in town in my car with a bottle of bourbon?
0: Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, bro. Thanks. You are a chief of fire department we'll see you later (laughs) you should turn the hose on yourself to cool you off (laughs) keep going keep it going yeah yeah you keep going (laughs) because the only arson that's going to be committed tonight is by an arsonist not you
2: yeah no this is good stuff
0: you know all great dialogue.
2: <laughs> so, if next... Joan
0: Didion taught me anything,
2: <laughs> uh, the next now the next guy to come up is uh, is David Naughton, who uh, Mr. Kessler, yes, who is very nice. Uh, he's a handsome guy, clearly. Light flirting, light yeah, flirting. some light yeah. playful flirting. He's, he's driving a like it. a neat old bug. He's I got think a
0: sweet. Sweet old, I don't know what it is. I thought it was. I thought, a I thought it
3: was more of like a sports car. Yeah, yeah
0: It looked, it looked very sporty.
2: Yeah. Um, and mentions to her, you know, notices she's a student, you know, invites her to kind of go out and play pool well, sometime.
3: Yeah, he he, uh, he asked if she went to like I don't know the state the university. university. Yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah, you know, there's a great place at so and so on Saturdays they have a really good band. Uh, if I were to run into you there, maybe we could. Play pool. I'm not good at pool. Even better.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cute. Uh, gives gives her the credit card, and this is back in the uh, the manual paper sliding yes. days. Um, so they they have their little flirtation. He leaves, and um, as she's sort of thinking about him as he's leaving, she realizes she's still holding his credit card. So she runs yes. out of the booth after him, locks herself out. Click.
0: And that's where the act breaks. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this.
1: The origin was my wife saying, these two writers have come to me with a script uh, for uh, an anthology TV show. On an ongoing basis, scripts come to us. Um, Generally, if the agents really think John's going to hate it, they bring it to me so they don't have to take the hit for it. Talk it over with your wife. We'll chat tomorrow. In this case, the writers contacted me, badgered me for a while about it, because I looked at it, it was an anthology, I was trying to figure out how, how it would work. Generally speaking, I hate anthologies. I d- desperately hate them. But uh, for television, I thought it was okay. In features, anthologies really weren't making it, so the only thing I could see for it would be to do television with it. I thought that it would be really fun for the fans if John were the dead coroner. And that kept kind of haunting me, so I kept bugging him to at least read it. So I read it and agreed, and it was something that Showtime wanted to do with us. Showtime thought it would be interesting. They had done nothing like that. And it would be fun, and it would be quick, and it would be easy. And so we did it.
0: All that screams like, it was a paycheck.
1: Yep. And yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I don't look money in the face and say no.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> right. They,
0: they wanted to pay me to do it. So I thought, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um,
2: here's some- secret- I like money.
0: Here's some Hollywood secrets for you. When producers, you know, the money backers, keep talking to you about a project of which they're going to give you money to do, eventually just say yes. The money <laughs>
2: spends the same.
0: It does spend the same. And I, you know what? You know what doesn't taint my career? The movie Body bags. <laughs> 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 in case you forgot, I might have directed some really important horror films. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe one of the most important horror films of all time. You uh, Halloween in which one? The thing they
3: live. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The thing. Okay. Okay. Pat. Oh, I, well, because I just, know, they I know, live I, up on it, so know. it threw me off. I know. But yeah, this the, the thing.
2: Because I know that's what you were thinking.
3: Yes. The uh, though I do, I do love. They live. I love They
1: Live.
2: Yeah. His, John Carpenter's movies are like pretty historically just people, they're all kid A, basically. Like nobody gets them for like 20 years. Nobody wants to, uh, or they get shit on and then uh, people come around to them, with the exception of Halloween.
0: But Halloween um, seems to be the one that it's just like such a movie of firsts. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of broke. Like everything that they did in that movie became horror movies. Yeah. Pretty much still. Yeah. You know, like even Wes Craven taking the piss out of it and scream Mm -hmm. is all homage. You know, like it's still. Sure. It's still Halloween. Like everything is still Halloween.
1: But
2: I mean, critics mostly hated the thing when it came out
3: they lambasted it they yeah yeah they they talked about um the nihilism of the movie they talked about how disgusting the effects were and now like it's praised for like having some of the best practical effects ever yeah um but you know i mean it was ahead of its time though Mm -hmm. the thing that really confuses me about uh, him saying how much he dislikes anthology franchises is that he had anticipated after the the, uh, the paycheck cash in of Halloween 2 uh, which he did not direct he, I think he wrote the screenplay with Deborah Hill mm-hmm. Uh after that, he saw them taking Halloween in a Fran like a, an anthology route, right? Which was why a season of the witch did not have Michael Myers aside from the uh, the trailer for the Halloween the in the movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's just weird to hear him say like, "Oh, I hate Fran- like uh, anthologies." anthologies yeah. When that's the route he was playing. Maybe, maybe it's because
2: maybe it's because he got burned by it.
3: Well, he got, I mean. He I think one of the reasons why he's so curmudgeonly uh is how he got burned by the Hollywood system so many times he has absolutely just,
1: earned yeah.
2: his his curmudgeonliness. Yeah, he yeah. got he got fucked over and he got shit on a lot.
3: Yeah.
2: And kept making movies, man. And he yeah, kept making But I mean money. that's
0: like that's the other thing that drives me crazy is like at some point the shit's unfucking deniable. Yeah. Like Halloween still plays every year. Year. You know like it's still making money. It's still mm-hmm. selling. The franchise is still going. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And like, what do you want? What do you, what do you want?
3: And well, th- but I mean, you know, George Romero kind of had the same thing with the, you know, of the dead movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this about George. Aside from a couple other movies outside of the the dead movies, Um <laughs> Didn't really have many many big ones after right. Day of the Dead, right? I mean, he he had Rabbit. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, no, that was Dana, David Cronenberg. Oh, that's right. Uh, no, yep, he had sorry. he had Martin, which Martin, was good. Martin, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, he had Night Riders, which is an interesting movie. He had Creepshow, which obviously mm-hmm. hits, right? Yeah. Um, but then he had uh, Monkey Shines. He had the Dark Half. He had a bunch of stuff that just never really took off. Uh, there was Bruiser in 2000, and the only real reason why I think that ever <laughs> that ever received any notification is that was uh, that had Michael Graves era Misfits in it, mm. uh, where they actually perform. Uh, and the reason why they were able to perform is they told George Romero they would do it if he directed the video uh, for one of their songs. So he's like, "Sure, I'll do Bruiser. No big, no big deal." The movie, so that's that's how that happened. But oh, that's I mean, aside from that, I mean, George just kind of rehashed the same stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. it was okay, I'll do another Of the Dead movie. Uh, this one is about uh, found footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here's, here's two million, go make it.
2: <laughs> yeah, but we owe them so much.
3: Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that. I mean. George Romero never really had to make any other movies than Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, and he would have lived in, you know, the horror pantheon.
2: Yeah, doing something like making, you know, Day or uh, Night of the Living Dead or Halloween or something, I feel that's got to be so pigeonholing too, because you've made mm-hmm. something that's so incredible and that's all that people are really going to want for y- from you and so especially if you're going to try to especially you know john carpenter trying to do some really different things mm-hmm.
3: um like memoirs and the invisible man i think he was trying to move away and starman th- those were yeah. him moving into mm-hmm. other genres and yeah. they uh, didn't work out yeah. i like starman i'll i'll
1: mm-hmm.
2: i'll, I'll yeah. rep
3: for starman
2: yeah uh it's, yeah, Chevy Chase uh, was not a great uh, Invisible Man. <laughs> that movie does no. not work. No. Is there a trailer for that? Do we want to play that? I, I assume. Is this all going in?
0: Yeah, it's all going in. Oh, like, good. Okay. I, this I think all, this is yeah. super valid.
1: Oh, I think so, It's like, probably the
0: most real horror talk we've had
2: in a
1: while. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I think
0: you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this stays. Uh, this is good
1: content.
2: <laughs> okay. So this stays. And, and then the next uh, one
0: we can do Goofy.
2: Okay, great.
0: So, uh, John Carpenter. I mean, high five.
2: High five, John Carpenter.
0: Yeah. And we're back. Um, now that she's locked out, she has to go get the keys. But things are weird because we get to see off in the distance. We're, we're, I'm going to call him a bum because they call him the bum. That's like. A hobo, key.
3: a bum. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The man who rides the rails. And she's frightened, and rightfully so, because it's dark. She's at this gas station and he wants the key to the bathroom.
3: He's gonna fucking And I mean nobody nobody <laughs> had a voice like Buck Flower.
1: Yeah.
0: He's gonna do a real paint job in there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Time to deuce it up. Hey, he's using a bathroom. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So she is she's still staying pretty calm throughout all of this. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could tell she's she's tense, but she's not panicking. This is a good John Carpenter heroine in this.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, This is another, you know, solid Haddonfield woman
1: Mm -hmm.
2: brought up on powder milk biscuits. The women are strong. Oh my
0: God! <laughs> the men are strong. Keeler, is that you?
2: No, yeah. these will be gone days. Yes. Oh. Uh, she she gets His into His voice the...
0: is insane, right? It is insane. We can it all agree. Like...
2: I can't do it. I wish yeah. I could. Neither
0: but... can I because it's just
3: it's. Chris Peterson, though. Yeah. Chris Peterson does an insane. It. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But like, it's almost too Midwest for me. Like. Like I I I have to be on a lake or on a pontoon to do it right, <laughs> know, like... <laughs> but it also has to be February on a pontoon.
2: She gets into the garage finally. She's trying the door. She's finally able to open the, one of the garage doors. The garage, garage door
0: unlocked. was open. I was like, oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. That should be locked up tight. What <laughs> yeah, is going on? It should.
2: On? Yeah. Uh, and she's looking around for the keys. And there's a photo on the desk of the employee of the month, and it is and it's uh, Sam, Sam Raimi. Why did I write Ted Raimi? Probably because I'm married to Ted. Not Raimi. <laughs> uh, but it is Sam Raimi, employee of the so month. So do you,
3: do you think that Ted Ramey is the Clint Howard of the Rameys?
2: Oh, yes. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, whooping and hollering... Can you look at the weirdo in the men's room? Oh, this is oh, when oh, I wrote yee-haw! "yeah." Yeah.
0: Sorry. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Be- before we move on, there are two things that I need to mention. Number one, okay. is that it, during during the initial run of uh, Insane People, we do get a moment of the classic sink in a mirror, and I thought we were going to see somebody in the mirror. But I we thought didn't. so.
2: We As were going to real... get that cold water in the face, and then yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah, but it just turned out to be uh, just a red herring. The other thing is the music. I know John Carpenter does all the music for his own stuff.
2: This music is insane.
0: But when Mm -hmm. we see that hobo, that hobo music is Billy Bonkers. Yes. It it has a name. It's so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And it is like so loud in the mix. It is like.
2: I. I did John Carpenter do the music for this? Because yes. the music uh, he for this is was... it's
3: it's John Carpenter and Angela. some other D'Angelo. guy.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. D'Angelo And D'Angelo Barksdale.
0: And Tangerine Dream.
2: <laughs> uh music is not subtle.
0: No. None, no. Music
2: is, is another character. Uh, uh so the other thing that I have to mention, yes, and yes. it's such a
0: little detail, but it, it This is a total actor's dilemma, is that when she gets the keys, I'm sure the direction was, you know, just throw the keys up in the air and catch them or do something to be like, got the keys. And what my lady does is she lifts her hand with the keys in them and just kind of shakes them.
2: <laughs> like she's showing a baby. <laughs> and then, like t-
0: t- you can kind of tell that like 2 seconds later she was like like that. Are we going
1: to cut? Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I I'm going to f- I, I'm going to force you to watch this because I do feel like it, it you have it's to It's noteworthy. It is it is important. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she gets the keys out of the drawer. She then lifts the keys up so they're like profile to her face. She shakes them. She shakes them Weirdly. again, and not like, you know, like, hey, I'm flicking it around like it's a six shooter. Yeah, it is like, got the keys. Pause.
2: It G- still got them. Still got them. <laughs> still got those keys.
0: These are the keys. <laughs> It just was so weird. I had to grind the show to a halt.
2: I know. You, you were <laughs> right to do so.
0: All right. Perfect. Thank you so much. But now she's going to give the bathroom key to the hobo. And he disappears, shuffles off, and then... Um, that's when we get yeehaw. Yep, yeah. That's when we get... I thought they were drunk driving. But I think, I think they, they were
2: still might have been.
0: They may have been. But it's,
3: it's it, She seemed like she was. She didn't know how gas wind. goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point though, there still were full service, and some people were just so used to full service that. I okay. mean, like my wife had never pumped her own gas because in South America, like there are still people who that's what they do. Oh. Yeah.
0: So this is where it really starts to become horror movie logic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because she goes to the very loud man. Hey, um, there Can is you a check
2: on a the weirdo in the bathroom because the very loud man comes up. He's going to he's going to use the restroom uh, while he's doing that. Could you just take could you just sneak a peek at uh, the yeah. weirdo in there? See if he's doing anything weird, weird,
0: weirdo. Like, is he being a weirdo? Is he a weirdo? Is he creeping? Is he creep, <laughs> creepo weird?
2: Is he being spooky? What's going on with him?
0: <clears throat> anyway. What's
2: happening in the bathroom? Can you just uh, find out
0: for me? Because I don't want to <laughs> go in there. Would be great, I just don't want to peek. And this is where uh, we find out that this guy's a real piece of shit. Because he's like, ah, oh, he's passed out. He's right by the bull. I'd uh, shoot the old stream over the head. Look, like, um, here's well, the when deal. you gotta go, you gotta go. Here's the deal: if I had to go to the bathroom that bad, I'm not peeing over a hobo's head when there's no. bushes around.
2: That's what yeah. makes you a good person, Matt. That's what yeah. separates you from the creeps.
0: Yeah, I'm not peeing over a hobo's
2: head. Yeah,
3: that's what makes Matt a, a good person and also a smart person. And not yeah. someone who pees their own pants when they could pee outside.
0: That's correct. Yeah, I, I draw a firm line. Yeah, not peeing my pants when I can pee outside.
2: Well, you're a big boy, Matt. You were a child, Matt. <laughs> twice you were a it happened kid. twice. But I was were... in my own yard. Oh, uh, you were a child. You were <laughs> kindergarten to second grade.
0: It's all good.
2: Um. So the the guy comes out and says, "Oh yeah, he's sleeping in there." Explains that uh, he didn't get the restroom key. Said, so "I just let the guy sleep yeah, it, it it's,
3: off." Well, and it's still it's still in the door.
2: Yeah. So now she is. So
0: this is this again is the horror movie part where it's just like, well, then I'm just going to call the cops. Right. I'm not going to let um, this guy sleep in the bathroom of a business. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm.
2: Or, or just. Don't go in there and just let him sleep in there. I guess it's your first night, and just anybody wants to keep. Sorry, there's a homeless man sleeping in there.
0: Right, leave it at that. Yeah, and and also, can you close up the shop, please? Can you close mm-hmm. the door to the garage? Can you close everything?
2: There's a killer on the loose, ma'am.
0: Ma'am, did you hear the news?
2: Did you hear the good word? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I was like, yeah, call the cops or bill and close the garage mm-hmm. up. Well, she does get back into home base and where are we now?
2: Well, she goes so she goes into the bathroom after we're all yelling, Don't go into the bathroom. <laughs> uh the guy is no longer in there. Uh but she sees the weird, creepy, satanic art on the wall yeah, in there.
3: Where there's there's this weird looking monster dude who is either skewering or you know the, in, and in the some pacing, way
0: the pacing is great it's like all right let's just get into this
3: bathroom
0: three stalls it's still interesting that that man decided to pee over
3: i uh, thought the same thing almost
0: man's head but sure okay so i guess stall number one nothing's really happening here Stall number two Nothing's really happening here in stall number three. Oh, my God, it's a Cannibal Corpse album cover.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: She's really horrified by it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I guess it's
0: moderately it's scary. scary. Well, I would, it took I would someone have a long time to do that. What I would have loved is an air horn would have gone off. A smoke machine <laughs> would have hit her in the face. And then one of those dangly spiders would have dropped from the <laughs> ceiling. Because <laughs> let me just tell you, that was enough for me to wet my pants when I was yeah. a kid. <laughs> Remember the haunted house rides at the carnival yes. or the fair? Yes. Yeah. It would just I be do. like you on a bob in a like the same type of car that the bobcat at Cedar Point had. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so it was yeah. like four seats, and it would just like go forward, and then it would like hit a door, and it'd be
3: like. Well, and then, but then it would take you, (laughs) this part was always so dumb to me. It would like, it would keep moving you through and then it would slow down and it would stop. And like, you know, the, the two like ghosts or whatever would shoot out and they'd be like, (laughs) and then it would go, and there'd be like a red light. Yep. Like what? That
1: was always
2: scarier to me. The red
0: light (laughs) and that sound was the scariest part of the whole ride. Yes. (laughs) And the door closing with a skull on the
2: front of the door. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. Uh, but you know what isn't terrifying? <laughs> 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 reset brain. Um, I, yeah, I got the vaccine. <laughs> mm, show me the nearest teeth. <laughs> <ease>. uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, she she sees the door. She freaks out and she runs back to the booth. And that, we're going to call another act break because it's going to get into the backside of it. Well, wait a minute. Does she go to the garage after she sees that and find them dead? Or when does she find them Uh,
2: dead? It's when she she sees the satanic art and she leaves the bathroom and she sees in the garage the lift is raising and lowering a truck. So she's going to go check it out. Why? So yeah, I think that's a fine place for an act break. Yeah, I,
3: I think her leaving the bathroom is a fine place. All right. So um,
0: she leaves the bathroom, and she sees uh, the truck on the hydraulic lift moving up and down. And that's an act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this.
3: No surgeon can save you. No bromo can soothe you. Do you dare enter the Screamatorium of Dr. Frightmarestein? Only two tickets left.
2: Two tickets? Whoa, what a break.
1: Very scary. <laughs> um, I think that one's broken.
2: That was just confusing. Behold the ravages of age. <laughs> uh, boom!
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: get back to this
0: yes Uh, all right uh and we're back it's the third act we're reaching that climax we've got a car on the lift going up and down let's investigate you know it's my first day at this job and uh, i really want to impress the boss and maybe i can get a raise or something you know
3: well i think she calls bill no she. i don't think she goes to investigate i thought she went and she called bill because she was like nuts to this uh, and then
1: she calls somebody no, maybe I'm she sorry. was calling she
3: you're right she goes to investigate and I think that's when she finds uh the hobo yes yeah and then she runs yeah, yeah 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 I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: she finds the the hobo is in the truck that is on the lift as it comes down uh and his throat has been slashed
3: yeah so she falls backwards she knocks a can of oil over uh and then gets up and runs out and then goes to call Bill
0: and Bill's like, "Oh, I've been uh, waiting." Well, no, he pretends to be an answering machine because the phone yes. number that he gave her is the phone that's in the main uh, gas station. Sure. Okay.
2: Y- yeah, or the garage, like part, like yeah, the garage. Yeah, so like across the parking lot.
0: Correct. <laughs> is is the phone number, and it is obvious that whoever wrote this does not remember how telephones work in 1993. <laughs> Because he goes, I'm sorry, Bill's not here right now. Please leave a message after the beep. 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 And then he cuts the phone line. But here's the deal, guys. He cuts the line from the phone to the wall, which would not impact the phone that's
3: in her kiosk. Right. Oh, it doesn't because she calls 911 and they answer.
2: I think he's just, yeah. I don't know why he bothered to do it. I guess because he's a crazy person. Um, but I, I, you know, I liked Robert Carradine in this. I thought he was, mm-hmm. uh, I thought he was, he was fun. He was playing for the towards the bleachers. Oh yes,
0: mm-hmm. he, he yeah. absolutely is playing to the cheap seats.
2: Yeah, uh, but he was super fun. So then he starts, uh, starts going toward the booth. And he has a
3: machete and a sledgehammer.
2: A sledgehammer, and starts hitting the, um, hitting the booth with that sledgehammer, going to break the the glass. And she's trying to get through to nine one one.
3: Well, so it was, she goes to the the bathroom and she's trying to find something to fight him with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when Sam Raimi's uh, dead bill falls on top of her.
2: Right. Yep.
0: And now, like she's trying to find her, or she's just trying to figure anything out. He's in there, the door's shut. She's you know, I'm like, throw the box of crackles at him. Like
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She I think she hits him in the face with uh, the with the things that you put paper towels in. Oh, okay. It was I a chair. That, Yeah. I thought it was thought like was a stool chair. or a chair or something. Okay,
2: uh, all right. Yeah.
3: I thought it was like the metal things that you put the paper towels in and
2: you oh, put it could up on the wall.
3: She yeah. hits him hard.
0: She hits
2: him hard. She hits with him something.
3: very, very hard.
0: But and I And so he, he grabs his face finish the job.
3: Oh, I, I know. I was like, you don't stop hitting until they stop breathing. <laughs>
2: this was classic horror movie. Well, that's over. Yeah. I guess I'll never look back.:
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he falls to the ground and he's like his hand is twitching. Uh, so she walks out, and they, they frame the shots a couple times to make you think something's going to happen, and it doesn't, because when she walks out, uh, and she walks a little bit. The open door is there. Mm-hmm. And it's framed in such a way that you can see the open door and you can see her in like the, what is it? The left, uh, the left bottom quadrant. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later it's her walking across the parking lot uh, and and like kind of leaning up against the wall like Jimmy Lee Curtis was. That's in what Halloween. I was thinking of. Yeah. And then yeah. you see him, you see him do the Michael Myers sit up. Mm-hmm. Um and then, because Robert Carradine uh, was a bit older than uh, God, what was it? Nick Castle was he the first mm-hmm. one to play uh, Michael Myers? So he he has to like slowly get up and grab all the stuff, and like you know, he hear the cracking and the groaning. Uh, so he he starts walking across the parking lot, uh, and then I think she hears him because then she makes the face like, oh. I probably should have continued hitting him. And she turns around, there he is, more chasing into the, uh, the, the shop.
2: Yeah, she gets into the truck. She shoves the, truck the, with, dead, with the dead hobo yeah. out of the way and uh, starts the engine. And he and I thought this was really cool. He uh, turns the lift on so she can't yeah. uh, drive away, she can't which drive
3: was away. cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then out of nowhere, David Naughton comes in and wow, Pow!
3: Gets his ass knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. so she you know, she can't get away. Uh, you know, David Kessler shows up. Uh at first he has the advantage and he's he's throwing the guy around and then, I don't know, one one or two punches and he's down for the count.
2: He's down, but then <laughs> uh but then the killer gets uh slips in the motor oil. The,
3: yeah, motor oil that got spilled earlier. Yeah. Conks's uh Conks' noodle. And so she brings the press back down, and uh, it crushes him. Oh, this is and so the great. And s- the splash of blood The spray of is, blood is excellent. Oh, it is like evil dead spray of blood. It
0: was Great yeah, spray, fantastic. great
2: color. Loved it.
0: Yeah, I went Japanese, you know, uh, <laughs> Japanese manga level blood. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep.
2: Uh, and David Dotton looks at her and says, I forgot my credit card.
1: So he yep. came ba-da, back with the credit ba-da, card. Ba-da, ba-da, yep. Super and fun. Then, yeah, and yeah, that's it, yeah, and yeah, yeah.
0: that and that is the episode. Uh, let's head to the writers' room and talk about this. Um, is there anything that you would change in the episode?
3: I think Jen was right. This is a pretty tight episode that doesn't leave many threads hanging, right? I mean, nope. like everything they introduce, they. Basically, pay off again later. They pay
0: off. Yeah, I use. think it's yep.
2: it's a deceptively simple episode. I mean, it's
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's Halloween basically, or it's you know it's another horror movie just yeah. with it super condensed and it's really tight, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel super rushed. I thought it was really good.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't think it's such a delicate balance. There are a few things that, you know, when you are a little critical, you're like, "Uh, would she really have? Um, It's
2: the horror movie logic that you have to suspend in in anything like this.
3: So I am going to push back a little bit on horror movie logic because of the world we live in. Uh, where people think they can break into the Capitol and then get away with it. Like, you know, I'm willing to, to afford someone the I didn't continue hitting him because I wanted to get away. Or, you know, like, well, I'll go check down this dark hallway to see if a murderer is down here. You know,
2: I I will yes, who knows what's give in a little the mind more suspension dip- of sure.
3: disbelief. All
2: yeah. right, fair enough. All right.
0: Uh, I'll allow it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Remember, you're under oath
0: it would be us be careful
2: counselor yes. <laughs> watch yourself
0: <laughs> you've been warned uh yeah okay i'll, I'll i i do not think you can really change anything maybe tighten up a few moments but like they're moments
3: yeah yeah i mean you'd be cutting seconds out
0: um all in all i i really liked it uh so jen why don't you give us a scale
2: scale of one to ten dead bills
0: this feels like a seven and a half.
2: I was going to go nine.
3: Uh, I gave it uh, eight.
0: Okay. I'll bump mine up to an eight. The, okay. it, it's one of those things where it's like, it's just a different ballpark when it's a yeah. motion picture, yeah. even though yeah. it's for showtime. Like, you know. Yeah. But, but I mean,
3: I, it's it's motion I the thing picture is, quality because at that time uh, you didn't really have... whole lot of stuff like this i mean you know the digital hbo and and showtime and all that they didn't really have that many shows like now i mean they've got entire lineups right but like i can only remember a couple shows that hbo had aside from tales from the crypt and it was like dream on and yeah dream on uh brain games games. do
2: you remember watching brain games on hbo it was the kids show it was, oh, it was like no. little kids puzzles it was not yeah i would watch uh, brain and then games there and was three
3: men. not necessarily the news but that oh, was before i love even not Miss. necessarily the news uh conan o'brien yeah uh god what else was there oh uh real sex i mean those are the only oh, shows yeah. i can really remember yeah, real and then sex. it was just
2: yeah. real sex take one all right
3: bone zone yeah, I mean, do you want to see people as ugly as you having sex? Yeah, but this is your show.
0: <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for that show.
2: <laughs> oh, I can do it. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fun. It was like a little, um, a little John Carpenter movie. Uh, it mm-hmm. was, a, yeah, it was great. It
0: was just fun. Yeah. I liked it. Um, yeah, and that is the episode. On uh, next week, we will be back with the second vignette. In the trilogy, I believe it is called... Hair. Hair. Uh, something I am <laughs> not familiar with. Um, <laughs> so, did I forget anything?
2: Uh, uh, try try, to, try to, to enjoy the enjoy daylight.
0: The daylight. And try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. 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 Transmissions, from, Transmissions from, the from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by, recorded by, by Jen Hanson, Matt, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Matt Edited by, Edited by Matt Noss. Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.